When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, good to have you with us just after 2 o'clock in the nation's capital. And beyond on the Odyssey app. We'll get back to the calls in just a moment. Giants Commanders coming up on Sunday at 1 and on the call on the radio side on the team broadcast is number 59 super bowl champion of course earlier in his career four-time pro bowler and you know, arguably and arguably i think he is the best free agent signing of the dan snyder era here in washington it is mr london fletcher and he's with us on the betql guest hotline london thanks for doing this how are you pal I'm doing great. I appreciate you join, uh, having me. Yeah, no problem. No problem. I appreciate you making some time uh, for us. Um, all right, so let, let's start with this. I mean, obviously your area of expertise because of what you did on the football field is linebackers, and there was a lot of criticism going into the Atlanta game for both, you know, really Barton and the rest of the linebacking crew, not as much for Jamin Davis, but maybe a little bit for Jamin Davis. But I wanted to start with the game-sealing interception, London. Was that call um, – was that called man across the board? Because that's what it looked like to me, number one. And number two, is, is that um, – I mean, obviously it worked out and Jamin played it perfectly. Is that the exact type of call that you would expect in a third-and-one situation with Bijan Robinson and a desperation kind of comeback attempt by the Falcons? Did everything sync up right, I guess, in your eyes there? Yeah, it did. And it's – um, you know, in the Falcons, they were expecting – for, for Washington, for us to be playing man-to-man. When you get it down a distance like that, third and one, third mm-hmm. and two, more than likely, even third and threes, more, most of the times defenses are going to play man coverage. You may have a, a what we call a rat player, um, somebody sitting in the uh, in the kind of hole, mm-hmm. typically the linebacker in case to, to help on inside breaking routes, shallow crosses, things like that. So, yes, it was a man call, and I thought J- Jamin did an excellent job and coverage on there. One of the things that that Jamin did, and we I talked to him about this. Julie and I, Julie Donaldson and I, we we had a chance to talk with him after the game, and just him hearing him talk about the process and knowing that they were going to try to isolate him in one on one situations mm-hmm. against B. John Robinson. He had a couple excellent um, plays against B. John in coverage in that ball game. I thought he uh, the thing that he did, he went in there with a plan. He he pressed him. He got up and, and took away the air, took away his space, and he said he was, you know, he, he may have, he was anticipating a double move possibly because of what Philly was able to do against him on a double move. So he went in there with a plan, and I love to hear that because as a defensive player, I want to go in there with a plan, especially when I'm in coverage. Mm-hmm. Like, how am I going to attack this guy? What am I going to take away? How am I going to make it harder 
and more difficult on him. So, you know, it was an excellent job by him getting up in his face and then undercut, undercutting that and then being uh, being able to make the interception. That wasn't an easy pick either. Totally agree. Um, so w- when you're preparing for a game, and, and take me back to obviously your, your playing days, in that spot late in the game, and as it turned out, I think the second to last play of the game, are you – basing tendencies more on what you saw during the game or still relying heavily on what you were coached up and what you saw in your individual cut-ups and preparation during the week, if that makes sense? It's both. It's a situation of both. In in any game week, you're preparing for what you've seen on film. You're preparing for how you anticipate them trying to attack you, get the ball to their playmakers. But you're also going to deal with the unknowns where every team goes into a game and they have unscouted plays, things mm-hmm. that they do just specifically for you that it may have been another opponent who, who beat you on a play, who had success doing certain things in, in situational football. So you have to prepare for those things. But the first thing you do, hey, what's my responsibility? What's my coverage? What's my leverage? All those things, you go through your checklist, situation, down a distance. And um, then from there, you have to be able to, process those things and, and and when Jamin they had they tried to get him on a isolator on the B John on the um earlier in that game where I think it ended up being a false start where they were going to try a, 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 a I believe a go route and it was a, a penalty on that play but Jamin was he pressed him um when B John tried his move he took he um got his hands on him disrupted his route so he was prepared and he went in there with the plan I think about a time where when I had to cover like a guy like Reggie Bush and mm-hmm. we, we were playing the Saints late in the year and we ended up beating them. I can't remember what year it was, but it, I believe, I don't know if it was under Greg Woods. I think, it, no, it may have been under, I don't know if it was under Greg or Greg Bloss, Greg Wins or Greg Bloss. And I had a bunch of, um, we're defending a two minute drill and I had Reggie Bush, a bunch of man to man coverages in that, in that drive. And I had new, just based on my film study mm. that, when they motioned him out of the backfield, he's going to try inside breaking right. So I was like, I'm sitting hard on his inside. I'm not going for the fakes or anything. And when he tries to break inside, I'm, I'm jamming the mess out of him. And sure enough, it happens. I drowned the mess of him. He went he went to the officials and started complaining. But it was just a great <laughs> defensive call. I mean, defensive play by me. And you have to be be ready to um, defend those type of uh, dynamic athletes, especially as a linebacker. Yeah, and, and that's where all that film study and all that extra work, obviously, as you did so well throughout your uh, brilliant career, uh, comes in. London Fletcher with us on the BetQL guest hotline. He'll again be on the call uh, on the radio side for the Commanders Radio Network on Sunday at MetLife Stadium as the Commanders take on the Giants. Talking about Jamin Davis's game-sealing uh, interception. Uh, also, London Cody Barton played you know, arguably, maybe not arguably, his best game of the – I know he got dinged for the personal foul with the helmet hit. I didn't have a major problem with that. I understood what they saw. Maybe it's a little bit soft, what have you, but he was active. He was spry. And Jack Del Rio kept talking about, hey, man, I like how he prepares. I like how he studies. I like how he calls the defense. And finally, they got some reward from it. Is that basically what you saw? Or did you see something uh, maybe a little bit different from your expert perspective? No, I saw I saw him being aggressive, come playing downhill, being decisive, and you know this is that was his fifth, sixth game in his defense, playing behind that defensive front. I think uh, playing a lot more uh, five down linemen, fifty front, mm-hmm. where all the linemen are covered up. The gaps are a little bit more defined for him, and even though we um, we're a 
uh, typically a 4-3 defense, and, and we should just be playing. We're single-gap defense. Right. Sometimes those gaps move, and, you know, based on our defense alignment, you, you have to be able to play off them somewhat, and teams are, you know, attacking us with perimeter-type runs. you got to be able to fit. But I thought he did an excellent job playing downhill, being decisive, um, you know, playing to his, his leverage, whether it was in coverage. There's – um. And that's that's something to build on. He was it was definitely his most productive and most active game, and he looked like he was flying around, having fun um, out there making plays. And you you hope that um, that he's able to continue to build on that in this game against the New York Giants because you know when you when you go up against this Giants, it's going to be a heavy dose of Saquon mm-hmm. Barkley, both in the run game and also in the pass game. So our linebackers are going to have to be on on uh, on point. I, I love the fact that uh, Khalid Hudson got. Yep. Got some snaps, and yep. he played extremely well. And, and when he plays, he produces. Yes, he does. Well, and he had, along with John Allen, he blew up that two-point conversion attempt, which, you know, we we can question how smart Arthur Smith was to go for it, not only the one time, but the second time after they got the penalty. But he and John blew that up. And there was one other time that maybe Kalik – uh, maybe was a little bit out of – it looked to me, again, looked to me, like he was maybe out of position, but he closed the gap real quickly, and that's what he's – why do you think they've been so hesitant to use him? Because every offseason he looks like a stud, training camp, preseason, and then we don't see him much during the regular season, at least at linebacker. I think it's, it's just more of a philosophy by well, – I won't even say philosophy. They want to get more speed on the field, more guys who can, who can cover, and, and for the most part – we only typically play two linebackers right, in a right. game. You know, we even when we play, you know, five down, we typically may only – sometimes we only have one linebacker in the game and sometimes two. But it's just a, a deal where, you know, you want to get as much speed, as much guys on the field that can cover. Um, you know, you, you, you have more versatility, I think, to be able to mix, mix things up. Because of the way the NFL is now, there's so much of, a, of, of guys needing to play in space and being able to – you know, it's a it's a passing league, so you gotta. We we have Cam Curl, who we play as really as a weak side linebacker, mm-hmm. and, a, and the big nickel and, and those types of things. So it's it's more of a just hey, they feel like they can they can they got a, a Cam who's big enough to um, and tough enough to play in the inside in the box, but he also gonna give you a little bit more in coverage, maybe a little bit more in speed, and also you can kind of mix things up a little bit more when you have. When you have him, just with, they talk about position flexibility mm-hmm. and uh, wanting to have three safeties on the field at, at, at certain times. Well, and you also saw that, I mean, specifically about Cam, and we know how smart he is on that fourth and three because he just anticipates it perfectly again to Bijan. And whether that was from film study, whether that was just because Cam's really smart and really good, I, I don't know. But that play. Uh, where they tur- force the turnover on downs and it's not technically a takeaway, and then it keys the offense, London, where they convert a fourth down and then get a touchdown. That's the whole sequence of the game that I think turns er- – or uh, not maybe turns everything around because I think that made it 17-7, but it kind of – I don't know, kind of cemented the win for me, even though they had to do other things. that Without that sequence, they don't win that game is basically what I'm trying to get at. You know, it was a big play in the game, and, and that's that's just – Smart, smart play by by Cam. Understanding possible route combinations, understanding down and distance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fourth and three. You, you don't anticipate getting um, a, a deep, a longer route. You anticipate, hey, maybe something sh- shallow, um, things like that. And understanding, hey, where you need to make a play. And being, I think the the best thing he did when when he when he got into his uh, zone drop, he had vision on the quarterback. He had 
you know, the, his body position was in a position where he could take away the, the quick outbreaking route by B. John, or if he needs to maybe drop a little bit de- deeper for the receiver on the, on the, on the intermediate route, he was in position to do that as well. So that's, that's a heads up play. Yep. By, by Cam Crow. No situation. doubt about it. A uh, lot of criticism for Jack Del Rio, maybe not as much after last Sunday because, uh, go figure, they won, but they still gave up 400 yards. Where are you at ultimately on this defense? I mean, we know it's a disappointing, but, you know, in, in, in 20, uh, let me see, 2012, you guys, you won the division that year, and I remember the first, I don't know, nine, ten games, the defense wasn't great. And then down the stretch, you guys were awesome. You guys basically won that division and, you know, won the takeover, uh, the takeaway battle every game. Where are you at, and and, and and can it just turn around like it did for you that one year? Not Not for you individually, but for your unit that year, and can it for this unit this year? Yeah, no, um, uh, you're right. It, it actually did turn around for me too in that season. Yeah. I didn't uh, didn't start off to the season my having my best type of year, but I played a lot better down the stretch. And I think guys in general, each year, each difference, each defense is a little bit different. I know you know we had a top five defense a year ago, returning a bunch of the same players, majority of the same players, and you know guys another year in the scheme. So you and a healthier Chase Young, you expect hey things are going to take off but his defense would just pick up right where we left off from a year ago. But there's there's a team where you got it. Everybody has to learn how to play uh, with each other. Offenses, they spend time studying you a little bit more, trying to isolate you a little bit more. Um, you know, Cody Barton being a middle linebacker, that's new, hearing his voice, him having to make the, his adjustments to the uh, to the defense. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes and him making adjustments. And, and you know, um, with St. Juice, you know, playing a little bit more in the nickel now. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's a lot it's a lot of things that happen. So it's, yeah, same players, but guys playing different roles as well. And I think, you know, you mentioned the, the, the yards given up against the Falcons. Some of that, hey, offense didn't, in the second half, didn't do a good, um, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't, didn't move the ball a lot. So you're on the field a lot more. These, um, these teams, they got great players too, so they're going to make some plays against you. But I think defensively, just watching those guys, that was um, – outstanding play for them. I thought they were, um, you know, a lot more disciplined in, in terms of, I know the, the do your job thing, but guys played to their leverage. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just in, talking about in coverage, but also they um, were disciplined in their gaps and run defense. That, that's why they were able to shut down one of the best run defense, run offenses in the NFL. But it was just a, um, I thought the defensive front, John Allen, he he um, really was energetic, played, played, played some great football. Mm-hmm. So as you, as I look forward, the guys have to continue to build on that, understand who they are. They have the defensive front to be able to impose their will on guys on, on offenses week in and week out. It's just a matter of, hey, guys, understanding that, going out, preparing the right way, and then come come game day doing that and, and doing it within the uh, what the scheme is asking you to do. Not trying to be heroes, not trying to play hero ball, but the plays will come when you uh, most times when you're doing your job and everybody's doing their job. Yeah, and, 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 you know, there's a lot of fans that are frustrated. You know, they think the game has passed Ron and, and Jack by, and 
I don't want to put you in a bad spot, but I, I mean, I, I see different changes and different tweaks every week, especially as the defense was struggling. So, you know, I say, hey, man, if we got if we're going to kick them in the you know what's when they're when they're not good, we've got to give them some credit for some of the differences, some of the adjustments that they're making. And we've discussed, you know, some of them during the course of this conversation before I let you go. Uh, and I appreciate your time. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, oh. you know, I, I don't think the game has passed right. either Dry I agree. or Jack by. And I think. Um, Defensively, you know, you're going, you're putting together a game plan that you feel like gives you the best opportunity mm-hmm. to win the game. Um, you know, you go back to the Philly game, and I know people were were wondering, hey, why, why are we putting Emmanuel Forbes in this spot? A lot of times, hey, we feel like this is going to give our, us the best chance to win this game. Philly, they got a great run offense, so we're going to put more resources trying to stop their running game and. And sometimes your corner is going to get the short end of the yep, stick yep. because somebody may get the short end of the stick of the stick just based on the matchup. I thought um, I think they do a, a great job of mixing up things on the back end coverage wise. There's times where, you know, as I'm prepping um, for the games and I'm looking at what what they're doing on the back end, you know, I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, okay, is this is this quarters covered? Is this cover three? Is this match? Is it you know? So um, this is a and I'm having to spend a little bit of time in trying to figure it out, and, mm-hmm. and that's a good thing. That's a good thing that offenses aren't able to just know exactly what they're doing right away. So I think they do a great job of mixing things up. They um, and sometimes offenses just just have your day. But I thought I thought the defense was outstanding. I thought Jack called a great game against the Falcons, and there've been some moments um, throughout this season where the defense and has really uh, kept us in games and and made plays to help us win ball. No games. doubt. No doubt. Uh, from your perch and study and watching quarterbacks your whole life as a middle linebacker, where are you at on Sam Howell right now? Because I see he's got every trait that I want with the one bugaboo being he's maybe holding on to the ball too long. Is it, it, What are you seeing from your, uh, again, expert perspective? Yeah, I really like Sam. I liked, I liked him, what he was able to do last season in the season finale against the Dallas Cowboys. I think each week, you see him getting a lot better, and it may not just be in terms of the numbers, in terms of hey, throwing mm-hmm. for more yards. Is the process? Is he making quick decisions? Is he going to going making the right decisions with the football? And that may be hey, checking it down, maybe handing it off if he has an RPO, um, things like that. You want to make sure he's making the right decisions with the football. The um, I love his toughness, love his makeup, love the way he approaches the game and how he handles hand answers questions week in and week out. He understands that he can't continue to take as many sacks as he's taken. And the offensive line, you know, is going to they're, – they're, they're going to get a, a lot of the criticism, but he also understands there are times where he has to get the ball out of his hands a lot quicker. Or it may be a situation where I think Sam can, can you know, look to run a little bit more, use, those, use his legs, and maybe um, extend plays and buy time. So that's a work in progress working process because each week, you know, teams are trying to take uh, take things away from you and your strengths. But I've been happy with the way that Sam has played this year, and I know he'll continue to get better. And the stacks, they'll, they'll come down. It's just a process, part of the growing pains that, that we're going through and he is going through as a quarterback. No doubt. I totally agree with everything you just said. Not that you need uh, my stamp of approval. London Fletcher. Uh, London, also I want to publicly thank you. Uh, you're participating in our Best Buddies charity auction. Uh, very nice of you to do that. And excuse me, we'll have more details on how people can bid uh, on uh, that. So I appreciate you very much for doing uh, that. And I appreciate you for making some time for us. I'll see you on, uh, on Sunday up at MetLife Stadium. Looking forward to that as always. 
All right, I appreciate it, Chris. All right, there you go. That's London Fletcher, the Iron Man, played the last, what, 234 games of his career uh, with the Washington Redskins, four-time Pro Bowler, one-time Super Bowl champion. Appreciate good 20-minute spot there uh, with London Fletcher. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, that. If you missed it, hit the Odyssey Rewind feature on the Team 980 on the Odyssey app. Back to your calls in just a little bit. You want to respond to anything uh, London Fletcher said? He thinks Jack Del Rio's doing a good job. I'm sure that's not going to be a popular take, but I don't know. I mean, I, listen, uh, should we should we just ignore what London Fletcher said and just say, no, we know more? Of course we shouldn't, right? Of course we shouldn't. Your reaction to that, 301-230-0980 on the Team 980. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.